This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. All right, so, uh, Cappy, you wanted to originally uh, dive into our dinner at Craig's. I don't know if you heard about this. I wanted to ask two questions today of you fine gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Okay. I wanted to hear about how the poker event went yes. this past weekend. Very good. Because I saw a lot of coverage on social media. Yep. And then, of course, I wanted to hear about the dinner at Craig's. Uh, the poker tournament was really fun. Um, I went they, out very early. Yeah, you didn't make it to the final table. Did days? not. I, this this time I didn't make it to the final table. It you only we didn't have rebuys and you only had two grand in chips, so you had to play really smart. I I was I lasted the longest cap, but I only lasted forty five minutes. Yeah. Oh wow. Um, the whole tournament was over in two hours. Yeah, it, it ended up. Uh, it, and I went to the uh, final. I saw the final two tables. Our friend Bill Nuss finished fourth, fourth you said yeah, yeah. and uh eric schumann another one of our our loyal listeners finished yeah. third i think a lot of was people the winner was the winner somebody who came from the mason ireland audience or was it somebody randomly that uh was a poker i don't know greg Bergen? did you stay around until the, was the guy who won it one was of it our a listeners rando? the guy that won it was named rick vega Rick Vega. Was he a rando or was he a Mason no, Island? No, you had to be a Mason Island. We call somebody just... a rando, not garbage or trash? Rando? No, a rando. No, I just, how's that better? I, maybe you could have wandered in and got into the tournament. You, no, don't you don't know. get into the tournament that way. So you it was had, a Mason you Island had, fan. Yes, he's a Mason Island fan. Excellent. Anybody, everybody that played loved Mason Island. Not just and Rick rando. Vega. Yeah. Rick Vega. Congratulations, Rick Vega. That sounds like a... Um, that sounds like the name of a TV detective, Rick Vega. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, Rick Vega. he He's sounds like, like he, he was in the precinct with Starsky and Hutch. Yeah, yeah. he said T.J. Hooker, uh, Thomas Magnum. Yeah, yeah. Rick Vega. Yeah, or it's Vinny Vega's brother. There you yeah, go. There it is. Yeah. Uh, so and what happened to Rick and Morty? Um, what's his name? Rick's last name is not Vega. God, what is the name of Rick Sanchez? Is his name? Is, is that they, his name? Yeah, Rick and Morty, the 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 cartoon like. That was right, the name right, of right. an actual TV anchor in Miami. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and on MSNBC, CNBC, right. I think, or yeah. CNN, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. So then we go to Craig's on Saturday night. Yeah. In West Hollywood. In West Hollywood. Wow, look at you doing fancy I stuff. I know. I know. Who'd you go with? Uh, Ireland and Lisa. Well, Me and Juan went with well, Ireland and I, Lisa. I mean, Ireland, I can understand. Okay, so did that. you hear who was there? No. So George, if I could pick. Any one person, famous person to see. Yeah. But I got to pick them in advance. Who would I pick? Oh, uh, Kate Beckinsale. She was there. She was no! There. Yep. And Lisa, my wife, is the one who spotted her. We Mason and I were walking out, and she turns around and looks at us and goes, oh, my God, I can't believe it. Wait, what's her name? Kate who? Beckinsale. You don't know, oh, you don't know, Kathy, Kate, Beckinsale? You don't know who Kate Beckinsale is? I got to admit, I don't. Okay, I, mean, Google. I, can, I can act like I yeah, do. No, no, he's terrible. Google her. Yeah, she's Beckin, terrible. He's okay, terrible. She, okay. Is, she is the most stunning woman in Hollywood, in, for my money. I think she's the best-looking actress in the Tell world. Tell me what I would see her in. Um, she spent the probably the biggest the biggest money maker she was ever in was the lead in Pearl Harbor. Okay, click. okay. Well, Cappy, did- you saw Click, right? 
No, the I didn't wi- see Click. The wife and Click. Okay. She did three mm-hmm. Underworld movies where she yeah. dresses in Wasn't black leather. Wasn't she also and... in some movie? She's in a movie called Serendipity with, Serendipity, uh, with uh, that's uh, the one. John yes. Cusack that a lot of people and, have seen. And uh, uh, Jeremy Piven right. is also in that movie. But of all the people that we could see on the night we go to the fancy celebrity place, there is Kate Beckinsale. Now, is like, she walking in as you're walking no, out? No, she, she was sitting in a booth in the back with one of her girlfriends, and I was going to go over and accost her, but Lisa was not a big fan of that. Right. Uh, but- Mason told me after the fact that he was going to offer me a hundred bucks, and had he done that, I would have gone. You over. You would have gone. I oh. should have done it. Why didn't sure. you guys send over? I literally, I literally would have walked over. Kathy's got the right idea. Why didn't we send over a a drink? A drink. Yeah. Well, we were leaving. Yeah. You know, we didn't, and we were standing next to the managers. The managers were really nice. They to were us. nice. They they treated us like we were. Important. What did you eat? Anybody? Yeah. Anybody have the chicken, chicken parm? Parm. Nice. Yeah, both, awesome. Yeah. Both nice. Mace and Lisa went with the chicken parm. Oh my God. Now, Good did food. they? Did they? Uh, offer Juan you? got a steak, and I got the uh, Jerry Weintraub crab something yeah did they good. offer you the uh, off the menu chicken parm pizza no no but we did have the chocolate we pizza the chocolate for dessert pizza. which yeah. was world that's famous. delicious too did you ever try the chocolate i have pizza? Oh, but if God. you next next time you go if you're in the mood for pizza see if if they have the off the menu chicken parm pizza george i think you're right you got to ask for it you're not gonna they're not gonna offer it to you you, you know, know what it, I mean? took, it took you a lot ask. of restraint it's but, like the secret menu at in and out right yeah. you gotta know it <laughs> it took a lot of restraint but last night we were like okay we always have a dessert, a small dessert, yeah. right? I, I just I had some dark chocolate almonds. I don't want to deprive, you know, I, I'm, I eat healthy, but I want to deprive uh, dessert. So last night we're like, okay, what are we having for dessert? Let's get Grubhub to go get one of those chocolate pizzas at Craig's. Oh, You did wow. it again. You did two nights in a row. Yeah. Uh, you had the chocolate it, pizza was at Craig's it worth it? two Uber? nights in a row. It's here. It did, it avo- did it arrive in a timely fashion? It did. It did. How much? It was still warm. How uh, much was it? Total with the delivery thirty forty dollars forty five dollars maybe wow yeah and it was it was absolutely delicious here's the so here's we've the created truth. a monster with the chocolate <laughs> so pizza. when we sat down at dinner yeah uh, both Juan and I were like oh chocolate pizza we'll have a bite and another bite because we didn't want to embarrass ourselves yeah. by eating all of the chocolate right. pizza so we went super easy with you and Lisa at right. the table I so don't even think we fin the four of us finished we it. didn't and I was like oh I'd love to finish that um, <laughs> I was like I don't want to embarrass myself so we ordered it last night we ate the whole thing it was delicious congratulations to Why when do you want to embarrass yourself? You paid for it already. I know, but you that's know, a very good question. <laughs> but you, no, yeah. you look like an animal. You want to, you, know? you, you want to be cool, right? You don't want to eat the last thing on the plate. Oh, who cares? You're paying for it. Yeah, no, but, but think about it like this, George. Yeah, think about, of course. Think about Mason Warner on one side, and they're picking at one side. And John and Lisa are on the other side, and they're picking at the other side. And then when you get to the middle, middle, middle part, yep. now it's like, whose saliva am I taking next? You know what I mean? It's true. We never got to that point because every, you did you eat as much as you wanted? Yeah, I think Did so. Did Lisa eat as much? I think so. We would have eaten the whole thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. We would have we totally I had two small slices of the chocolate cake. Yeah, now, yeah. did you get the pictures taken by the paparazzo outside? Uh, I did talk to TMZ. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I said, uh, Lakers Media Day, it's going to go great. Yeah. And uh, I like the Lakers to yeah. win the uh, championship. And uh, no, I've never, there were no TMZ people there. There's usually a couple paparazzi outside. Yeah, no, no they, lur- they lurk yeah. behind like planners and yeah. stuff. Is that yeah. what they're so, doing? Like, they're right when, around the block. When yeah. Kate Beckinsale gets out of her car and walks in, that then, then they jump out and yeah. start wow. taking the pictures. Uh, Man, Kate Beckinsale, like your dream girl is there. Right. See, of now the think people. about this. If if that would have been Jennifer Aniston and I come on the air on Monday and I say, fellas, yep. I'm leaving Craig's, but you're never going to believe it. Who's the number one person I'd want to run into? George, what would you say? It was Jennifer Aniston. Right. So if Jennifer Aniston is sitting in the back with her girlfriend, yeah. and I'm walking out, I got to walk back in. You got to shoot yeah. your shot? You gotta, I got to I gotta go to the bar. I got to have a drink. I got to wait this thing what out. What about Rachel? Well, she's probably there with me. 
And you're picking up on. I mean, Rachel may be interested too. Rachel, is that a thing? Rachel could be interested too. Who is the one person I would want to see? Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Yeah, wasn't that there? Whoa, whoa, dude. Um, yeah, no. So it was a great night. It was. I've, I I saw a, Keanu Reeves at the Ivy one night. Does anyone still go to the Ivy? I don't know if I'm anybody sure still it's goes still there. A thing. It's a Do thing. People still go yeah. there, really. Yeah. That was a big paparazzi place for yeah. a long time. It's more of a lunch thing now. I feel like. Yeah, where I want to go. Where I always the, love that scene in Get Shorty where Danny DeVito orders something completely off the menu and then they bring it and he says he doesn't want. It. <laughs> It's <laughs> such a bad... Yeah, I don't want that. So, Gosh, I'm trying to think of what year in the 90s it was when I was last at the Ivy. I mean, it's a long time. Yeah, it's, it's been, been a while. while. Yeah, I don't I don't know if that's Well, I think Get thing. Shorty is yeah. probably a 90s movie. Yeah. I'd have to look it up. Yeah. And that's a little bit of a trek for you, John, right? Like, yeah. That, that's not a short trip from well, the South. Well, we Bend. had a crazy day because we, we were at Commerce at right. the poker tournament. Oh, right. And then I just had time to go home, get Lisa, and go right to Craig's. Right. So, but it was fun. We, yeah. we And the food was really good. Yeah. Mace, you Uber to Craig's? Uber to Craig. Juan uh, drove to Oh, Craig's. really? Yeah. Did you drink? No. No drinks? No. Yeah, did that's weird. Juan drank, you didn't, and Juan drove home. The difference was, I was stoned. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you know, Lisa, Lisa thought you were. I told her I didn't think you yeah, were. I totally yeah, she You didn't offer anybody it. gummies? Uh, no, I did not offer gummies to the table. I didn't think, you don't take gummies no. for recreational purposes. No, just I just take sleep. them to sleep. Yeah. Does Lisa ever use cannabis? No, but... She has occasionally, when she can't sleep, grabbed one of oh, my gummies. Oh, grab one of your gummies. Give yeah. her one of those mushrooms. All right, well, we've got them. <laughs> Tell you, I'm scared as hell. To, you gave me mushrooms. I'm scared as hell to try the mushrooms. I, Why? Uh, I tried them, and they didn't affect me as much as the gummies do. I just don't know. Dude, so read about them. Read about them online. Okay, Mace. I'll, re- I'll go to their Hey, George, do you agree with me that uh, trading for Drew Holiday makes the Celtics the favorite to come out of the East? I love that trade no. for them. You know, I'm worried the, about their size. I actually think the Celtics have gotten worse. Even really, well, I thought they got worse when they let Smart go because they gave up too much defense. But now I think they get it back with right, Holiday. But I think Porzingis is a disaster. Well, and the other thing is, you know, they're only they're only people over six ten on the whole roster now because they sent Time Lord out in right. the deal. Or Porzingis and Al Horford, yeah, who easily could both get hurt. Right, and Porzingis, I mean, I know he was healthy last year, but has a long, long, long history of getting hurt. And plays way away from the basket anyway. Right. So when Anthony Davis, Joel Embiid, Nikola Jokic come to town, who guards them? Yeah, and I think you don't have anyone to guard those guys. You don't have, um, Porzingis is not really some rim deterrent. Like, right. And then the other part of it is he takes away shots from your two best offensive players. Yeah, I don't so, love it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think the Celtics have gotten worse. They may be better in the regular season, but in the playoffs, to John's point, they have terrible matchup problems. So do you still like Milwaukee? Yes. Although, here's one thing that worries me about Milwaukee. Drew Holiday always guards. There's so many great guards, elite yeah. guards in Right, the they don't have no longer. They don't they have no anybody have who can guard the, the Devin Booker. Right, um, Middleton's going to have to do a lot more work yeah. on that end. Anthony Edwards, Ja. And by the way, he's got Curry. He's been hurt the last couple years, too. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not in the league, so. Yeah, I, either, uh, I, think I don't Milwaukee's either. I don't know either. You know what I'm saying, Cappy, right? I, I don't really. You know. saw the Suns and the Warriors are both favored in Vegas over the Lakers. Are they? Oh, the Nuggets, the Suns, and the Warriors, both all three. I are. get the Suns because they're loaded. I don't get the Warriors. I don't know. I told. I'm with you. I, I think they're old. So, and here's the other thing: the Lakers eliminated the Warriors last year because the Warriors were too small. Mm-hmm. They didn't. Anthony Davis controlled the game, especially defensively, and they knocked him out in six. Right. They didn't address that. I agree. The Warriors yeah. went out and got 38-year-old Chris Paul, who isn't big. I think if the Warriors had Holiday, I'd like their chances better because it gives them another perimeter defender, and it means Draymond can then focus on the big man. But right. I just don't. I just think they're undersized. Chris is not a great defender anymore. Yeah, you know. So I think that's part of the problem. And honestly, 
if we're being honest, I mean, Clay has had some slippage on that end. Yeah, sure, you know? sure. Uh, hey, John, how was uh, on the media day? I saw these pictures where LeBron and AD are, are getting photographed. Yeah. And then in walks Austin Reeves, in, indicating in some ways, at least just based on the social media posts, like he was welcome to the new big three? Well, I would say there's still a big two, but he's our third I'd best player. I'd say there's player. a big two and a half. Yeah, he's... Mm-hmm. Uh, Austin Reeves is definitely the third best player, but I wouldn't put him in the same. He's category a sweet kid. Give him whatever he wants. That is LeBron and AD. He's a great guy. He's you guys my will love this. Team. You guys will love this when uh, when LeBron had his little uh, training camp recently. Yes, um, in, down in, in San Diego. Uh, yeah, down your way. So the the last day, the guys were finally you know free to go, right? And so um, a friend of a friend calls a friend and says, "Hey, uh, can you host Austin Reeves to play some golf this afternoon?" So two buddies of mine host Austin Reeves. He brings D'Angelo Russell and Torian Prince, and the five of them go out to play golf. Oh, wow. And we were all watching the fight on Saturday, and I said, hey, guys, how'd the golf game go with the Lakers? And they're like, Austin Reeves has a PGA swing. Right. I've played with really? him. Yeah, Cap, I've played with him twice, and each time I played with him, he almost had a hole-in-one. And wow. I said to him, how many hole-in-ones do you have? And he said, zero, but I always do that. I always put it right next to the cup, so it's like a a kick and birdie. But he's a he's a golf addict. He wants to play Steph Curry. Did you see the Dwayne Wade at Pebble Beach video over hole the weekend? One on more really hard hole too. Good seventh Lord. hole, good for him. Yeah, wow. Ireland has two holes in one. Yeah, but uh, I really? play I play so much right. that it's just law of averages. But Austin plays almost as first thing he said to me when I saw him at media day goes, "When are we playing?" Really? Yeah, he wants he loves golf. Him he, he he'll he'll be on the John Ireland Bill McDonald. Golf scholarship program. I can't this even year. imagine scoring a hole in one. I can't imagine what that feel like. I hold out once at uh, Rancho Park from I don't know sixty yards or something. Right. I was like, oh, that's really cool. I can't imagine hitting a hole in one. So I have kind of a cool thing. Uh, my most recent hole in one, which was a few years ago, humble I, brag. I hit into I've only had two. Yeah, most recent. But though. I hit <laughs> my in, most recent. I hit into a blind green. Yep. Yeah, I didn't see it go in. And we get up to the green. Mm. And I think, oh, I must have hit the green too hard, and it rolled off. Yeah. And Eric, my buddy, Eric Johnson, used to play tight end for the 49ers. Yep. Um, Another humble brag. Uh, well, the, the the big humble brag, Cappy, but you know who he's married to? Tell me. Jessica Simpson. Oh, my God, no way. That's yeah. an awesome humble brag. Well, so Eric <laughs> picks up his phone when I get out of the cart and starts rolling. And he, and he looks at me, and he's not saying anything. And I go behind the green, and I walk up. I'm looking around. He goes, look in the hole. And so I look in the hole and discover I have So I have a video of me discovering I have a hole in one. Wow. Which is really cool. That's that crazy. is cool. Yeah. That is really cool, man. But I may never have another one. My dad never had one. My dad played golf his whole life, died when he was 84, never had a hole in one. Wow. Hey, these buddies of mine who hosted the Laker players, they, yeah. said, um, they said Austin Reeves has a PGA player swing. They said D'Angelo Russell is very new to the game, but he also has a beautiful athletic yeah, and play, swing. And, and Dino plays a lot. Yeah, and they said that they need me to get him some Sunday swagger shirts. Oh yeah. They oh. said if he's he's if he comes to the country club dressed like you know like he's not plus playing golf, that doesn't really work. It well, was him. You, it's cool. Yeah, if you get him, uh, Cappy, I can broker you an an intro to Dilo. You can go give him to him at the in the locker room. What size does he need? He needs XL. He's six four. Okay, XL, yeah. not double XL. Um, you know what? I'll ask him. Yeah. Okay. By the by the way, Sunday swagger they're great for golf, but I don't golf. But they're also just great. They yeah, wear them any time. They are. Pepe was wearing one at media day today, and he got a bunch of compliments. Was he? Yeah. Oh, really? nice. Yeah. Nice. You know which one he was wearing? He was wearing, it was white with like the graffiti on it. With was all it the, the um, football, the one football plays? plays? 
No, I don't think so. I think it was the one that it, it had like pink, oh, splattered. Black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. like splattered paint. You yeah. know that one, Captain? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Great shirt. I like yeah, that one. I, I like that, that shirt. One. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I still need the one with the football place. Oh, yeah. The gridiron. The gridiron. I like that do you one. Have, do you wear an XL? Uh, NL. Oh, because I wear a large too, and I got an XL in the gridiron. I yeah, need, no, I need I've got. Oh, I'll need take your L. XL cap. Okay, I'll bring it. it. Okay. Yeah, I'll bring it to You've you tomorrow. You've seen the football play one, right? But yeah, I think he's bringing it's it to right. me. It's really cool. <laughs> Good. It's really cool. Uh, boy, there. I, I was just uh, almost devastated twice this weekend. I thought. Oh, really? oh man. I We're going to get into USC that and the Rams both almost USC blew it. and the Rams. Well, I let was me just tell you, like dr- a lead dripping away is a painful thing. USC was illuminating. In ways that I don't think are good if you're Lincoln Riley and I agree. 100%. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I mean, I, I said this, and you'll get into this, but, you know, they, they've eight new starting players that they took from all over the country in the portal, and the result is the same. To me, that comes down to scheme. If you upgrade the personnel and the defense is still not successful, that's Alex Grinch. The that Grinch assumes, that stole your the defense. Grinch stole Dude. the defense. That assumes yes. that the, Bergman that assumes would that say they, he is garbage if, yeah. you know, if Bergman had What was the yeah. deal with that, Bergman? What was, uh, what was your issue there? What was going on there with the garbage conversation? I walked into that. I didn't think that Rodney Harrison said anything wrong. What did he say? He, he said that... Zach after Wilson after garbage. That's not what he said. It's Those literally, literally just the words you, you took. You took one part of what he said. Correct. He said the part where no, he said. Stop. Will you let me finish? Will you just let me finish so Sedano can know? <laughs> yeah. All right. It's a he trash said, take. He said after watching garbage the tape, trick. after the wa- for watching the tape, how could you not say he is garbage? So he said, yes, he said he is garbage, but he said after watching the tape. So the tape saying that he is garbage on film, garbage on the on the field. <laughs> on the field. Not, not like not, literally Oscar the Grouch. Yes, no, he's right. not a garbage yeah. person. He's not human garbage. Yeah, yeah, he's but not it is human. still weird Sewage. to hear a former NFL player on network television call another NFL player garbage. They might say, you know what? His grade is super low, or right. Or, but he's beat. I mean, that's the way honest. Rodney Harrison has always talked. Like he's just he he keeps it off the cuff. You know what I mean? Like I guess so. so. Well, I ended up honestly, apologizing today. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. and that's fine. But Zach Wilson is not good just because he's had he's one not good, good game. But I, I just would never use the word garbage. So did you have a but, problem with him saying and, garbage? And everybody on Twitter says uh, we're overreacting to the garbage mm-hmm. because you are you're old. Yeah, there's one guy says, "Yeah, you guys are too." I I just don't like <laughs> people garbage. Garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Sedano, did you have a problem with the way Rodney Harrison said that? I didn't see it live. I'm just going off your do uh, it live. I didn't. I didn't. You know. So I'm only going off your portion of the story. I mean, I wouldn't call somebody garbage, but I also didn't play in the NFL. Right. But if I played in the NFL, I might be. I I might be willing to say something like that. You had a couple Super Bowl rings. You call everybody else who doesn't garbage. Yeah. Can I play it, Ireland? Can I play it, Ireland? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, go ahead. Sure. Here you yeah, go. Play. Was Zach better tonight than what you anticipated he would be watching him on tape? And you could be honest. Um, honestly, yeah. uh, if I'm being completely honest, we knew it was going to be a battle. He's continued to get better week in and week out, and he's continued to lead week in and week out. But watching that tape, man, you got to look at this dude and say, oh, he is garbage. Like, we should. Right, right. You're looking at it like another player. The like, tape. And you look at the tape and you go, man, I'm looking at this guy. He's garbage. Yeah, yep. I don't have it. The way, when you hear it, I think Bergman makes a better point. Like, Thank he, you. he apologizes because. It's the right he's thing to, say, to do sure, because it's not to. nice to call someone garbage. Right, it's yeah. not nice to but, call someone but garbage. But he's doing it in the context of what he's seeing off the film, to Bergman's point. I also think it's I have less of an issue with doing it. Doing a Thank studio you much, show Sean. on TV is different from doing a talk radio show. Oh, no, I And it totally sounded agree. like he was doing a talk, he was talking sports radio. But, you know, and that, that uh, look, at some places, maybe that's fine. Like, NBC clearly had an issue with it, right? They made him apologize, is what I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah I'm guessing. He did he did a well, he apologized for some reason. All right, that's I think that's it for us. Yeah. 
Yeah. Things are done. Crazy day. We got so much stupidity I coming. I can only imagine. I mean, a Monday's worth of stupidity. It's a potpourri yeah. of stupidity. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, that is coming up for you. We're back tomorrow at 1. Shadano Cappy now. 710 ESPN. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Tic Tac. Minty, refreshing, classic. And it's not just the Tic Tac mints. It's the new track by Canise with beats that'll leave you feeling as refreshed as a Tic Tac and a vibe that'll take you on a ride through 100 layers of flavor. Does it get any fresher than this? Tic Tac, enjoy the bright side. That hundred layer joy ride. Pop one, let's paint the town. Freshman flavors all around. Take a ride on a Tic Tac. Pick up a pack of Tic Tac mints today. Yeah, come on. Beep, ba boop. Do, da da Boy, you must feel good after a weekend of not having to call college football and being home all weekend. It was, um, you know, I love calling games, as you know, um, but it was nice to have the uh, occasional um, week off, you know, with the being the junior crew mm-hmm. on the college football does have that advantage occasionally you get a, a week off here and there i may have one more even in october which is uh, interesting so i was happy for you that you didn't have to go waste your time calling my pit panthers against virginia what Tech a on disaster Saturday night. your I team stink. is oh my I god like terrible. well honestly i may end up calling them because i'm the junior crew so i'm gonna get the the teams that aren't good gosh that's horrible man they stink what a weekend though george like really when you think about it if you're just a sports fan right what a weekend to wake up Saturday morning and have USC Colorado to have the Canelo fight on Saturday night, all the great college football games in between. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I'll have you know something, my friend. Oh, I figured it out now, buddy. Oh, I figured it out. Remember my whole problem on Friday about how I'm going to have to watch the game Saturday morning, but then I have to put you know, a lot of time into my girlfriend on Saturday afternoon so mm-hmm. that I could watch the fight on Saturday night. Right. Oh, I figured it out. I figured out what to do. Okay. There is there is an answer for this okay. issue. You want to know what it is? What's that? You go out huge on Friday night. Oh, there you go. Go big. You go monster huge on Friday night to the point where Saturday you're licking your wounds all day long. Mm-hmm. And then this way you're just laying around watching college football. Mm-hmm. So I got that thing figured out. It's a life hack, people. There you go, Jack. There you go. So then, uh, And then Sunday, George, the games in the NFL on Sunday, I mean, in particular, the Rams game, the Charger Raider game. What a weekend. What a great – gosh, I'm glad to be back here on Monday. What's up? It, there's a lot going on when it comes to this weekend. Like, I was really um, – I don't know. I felt like the, I was constantly watching a game, and it was something that I was genuinely interested in. And it started with that USC game. And here's the thing. I tweeted much like you in the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust, and you can be, car- be part of the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust as well by going to Twitter, going to the community section, and – 
typing in Sedano and Cap in the search bar and you'll find our community there. We are, you got to, you got to be let in. Like there's, uh, you know, you got to, you know, ask for permission in, and we do that to keep the bots out basically. So we don't, I mean, you got to go to the VIP line, hope that your name is on the, on the list. You know what I mean? Sort of. Yeah. But mostly it's just to keep like the bots out. And by the way, every day I'm literally rejecting bots all the time. Really? Oh, I, here's what I do. When I go, when someone tries to apply for the Sedano Mm -hmm. and Cap Circle of Trust uh, entrance, yeah. I, I I look I legitimately go through their profile. Like I look first thing I do is I look to see who they follow. Okay. Do they follow any one of us mm-hmm. or the station or someone on the station? If they follow someone on the station or the station's uh, Twitter or whatever, then automatically in. If you don't have that, then I really have to start digging as to who you what follow. What about like if you have like an egg-shaped um, avatar? No, there are some eggs. And? There are what? some eggs. Yeah. And there are, I don't believe they're eggs anymore. But what are they? They're like- like, like, are, like no. no, they're like silhouettes <laughs> of people. Okay. A yeah. webo is an egg. Oh, they're okay. like a silhouette. But- there are some silhouettes, people that are just not active on Twitter. What that, if they have like a bunch of numbers after their name? Well, sometimes what I've learned is mostly that's usually bots, but sometimes people just don't know how to use Twitter and they just get the name that it generates for them. Okay. So I try to see what they like. Like they have likes, right? Mm-hmm. So I see what they like. I see who they follow. So if they follow any one of those, anyone at the station basically, mm-hmm. but particularly mm-hmm. the station or us, mm-hmm. uh, I let them in immediately. If they don't, then I have to start digging more. And usually... I, if I don't see them liking any sports people, mm-hmm. that's immediate red flag of you're not coming in because okay. you're probably you're a bot or you're doing you're coming in to try to promote some nonsense that gonna, we don't want to promote. You're gonna try and infiltrate our community. Right. That's it. So I I there is a thorough vetting process in this okay. thing. Like what if somebody just signed up for Twitter that day and has zero followers? Don't let them in, George. Well, I, I wait. I do. I wait actually and I go back. If they don't have any followers, I wait. Well, I just want you to know how much I appreciate you. Uh, letting Lil Cappy in the Sedano and Cap circle of trust. Yeah. That was me. That was oh, Laura. I should have oh, really? not, though. Oh. It was Laura. Because oh, Laura's really? also a moderator. Okay, I wait. forgot to not. I, I did it, Cap, and then yeah. as I did it, I was like, Ooh. I you felt like up. it was a bad idea, really? You Lil felt like Cappy's maybe George would not allow that? I mean, Lil Cappy I would have allowed Lil Cappy in, yeah. He's not a pot. He's a, bu- a puppet, but he's not a bot. You said, I thought you said pot. No, he's, well, I, I think I combined the two words by accident. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's, he's not a bot. But he is a puppet, and he deserves his place in the circle of trust. I mean, did you read the kid's bio? I'm Lil Cappy. I show up to support the circle of trust and Sedano and Cap. I mean, come on. How do you not let that guy in? Because sometimes see, a bunch of people have just asked for opportunities to come in. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna vet some of these people in the okay. break. Vet these little rascals. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so as it was, I said on Saturday morning, at the end of it was actually the beginning of the second quarter, twenty-one nothing. USC over Colorado. Right. You tweeted, you're out, basically. Yeah, and yes. I also then tweeted, oh, at least Cappy can go enjoy his Saturday with Rachel. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, at 21-0, was like, okay, this thing's going to get out of hand. Right. I got back to the game in the fourth quarter, and I was like, I was like looking at the television, and I was in a restaurant. I was like, does that say 48, like 34? Like, it was something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And, and then Colorado had the ball. And they scored again. And I don't. at this point, it's two days later, I don't remember what the final score was. But my point is, is that Colorado made that score respectable. Oh, yeah. There's no question. Now, let me tell you my story. Go ahead. So, Mateo has AYSO soccer mm-hmm. that, at, at noon that day. And, by the way, we played a really good team. I mean, I told you we were, doing, we were the good team the first mm-hmm. few weeks. Mm-hmm. We met the good team this week. Mm-hmm. We tied 
But we met the good team. Thank God we have this one kid on our team that this kid is like legitimately going to be like on the U.S. men's national team when he grows up. <laughs> like he's legitimately dancing with the ball. I'm like, yo, that kid's a beast. By the way, it is funny that when your kid is playing like five-year-old soccer and there is one kid that is the standout athlete even at five years old, by the time that kid's the senior in high school, you're like, yep, still the best soccer player. Yeah. They just won the state championship. No question this kid, uh, I think his name was Evan. I don't remember. But what it, he, I, if I, I can visualize him. He was doing stuff that I was like, whoa. Um, and he ended up tying the game for us even though we were down. But uh, Beto came by uh, to watch Mateo. as you, uh, He posted that in yes, the Circle of Trust. Mm-hmm. So Beto came by to hang out for a little bit. Was uh, Beto really drinking beer at a youth no, no, soccer he was game? No, no, he was not drinking beer. Okay, no, I just wanted to make no. sure. The cooler he... thing was, was, was just for show. Oh, really? Yeah, it, was just, oh. uh, it wasn't actually out on the field. Come on, Beto. Um, so do better, Beto, is what you're I saying? I mean, just it's like, don't be, don't be like that, Beto. Like, you're going to be drinking beers at an AYSO five-year-old soccer game? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Um, but... Um, you know, we were there watching, and then all of a sudden, he told me the game was close. And, like, it was, like, the third quarter, and it was, like, a, a, I don't know, a three-score game? Or, yeah. the, or they had just scored to make it a two-score game early in the fourth. So I started watching it on his phone. Mateo was c- subbing in and out, and every time Mateo would sub out, I'd be like, <laughs> all right, let me see the phone. You know yeah, what I mean? To watch everybody else's kid? Yeah, I mean, I was glancing, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, of course I, I saw when Little Evan was, was starting to score, and or I think that was his name, and, and, you know, get us back in the game. But... Uh, yeah, I, when Beto was showing me, I was like, oh, I started noticing. But yeah, I, I had to watch it on his phone, and then I went back and watched it later. Uh, but it was it was more interesting than it needed to be, that's for sure. It was 21 nothing at the beginning of the second quarter, meaning that it was 14 nothing at the end of the first. USC scored early in the second. It was 21 nothing. It was 34-14 at the end of the first half. Yeah. And at 34-14, I was like, the line is 21 and a half, and it's 20 points at halftime. This is why I refuse to go anywhere near betting this game because as much as I thought USC could do to Colorado what Oregon did, I still have so many questions about the USC defense. And by the way, many of those questions I think, George, were answered in this game. The answer for me is I don't really think USC is going places the way we all hoped they were going places based on what I saw in this game. Okay, so I, I want to discuss that a little bit. Let's have a real conversation about that on the other side. Plus, we'll talk about the Rams uh, almost coughing it up like, was, like USC was, almost did as well. What a uh, weird game. Let, let's get into all that stuff coming up on the other side. Uh, but first, let me tell you, Million Dollar Mondays are back on 710 thanks to Hollywood Park Casino. Listen every Monday during the season for your chance to win. All you have to do is give us your Super Bowl prediction, both teams and the final score, and you could be winning a million bucks. And just for playing, you'll get two tickets to a game at SoFi. Million Dollar Mondays on 710 ESPN presented by Hollywood Park and Casino. Eat, drink, play. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Night Racing is back at Richmond Raceway. This spring, top NASCAR drivers like Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, Bubba Wallace, Ross Chastain, and Virginia's own Denny Hamlin will battle under the bright lights. And this historic track also offers a rocking infield experience with unparalleled access to your favorite drivers and one of the best tailgate scenes around. For a weekend of friends, family, and amazing short track action, head to Richmond Raceway, March 29th through 31st. Get tickets now at richmondraceway.com. Snoopy, Snoopy, hang, hang on. on. Yeah. Uh. What year did Chris say this song was? Uh, I don't remember. 1965. Oh. 65. All I knew it was old. Snoopy, hang on. Old school song. Yeah, it's old. Real old. Mm-hmm. So, Cappy, I have a couple people yeah. in here that we can, we need to vet. Okay, okay. Talk to me. Yeah. Because they don't follow any of the prerequisites. Anybody mm-hmm. at the station. Okay. okay. Um, hold on a second. Let's see. All right. So let's start with Michael Mungarai. Okay. Mungarai? Yeah. He follows 28 people. Okay. One of them is J.J. Watt. All right. Ooh, Lee Hacksaw Hamilton. I want to talk sports with you. Do you love me, Loma Linda? Should that, should that automatically get him into the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust because he follows uh, Lee Hacksaw Hamilton, Pau Gasol, Roger Lodge, who I'm sure is a nice man, but he's also our competitor. Yeah, not really. I mean, ish. I mean, he's in the same business. I wouldn't call him a competitor. Yeah, follows Shout Genie, out to you, Rog. Genie Bus. Okay. So, Pau Gasol, Genie Bus, Hacksaw, Lee, Lisa Hacksaw Hamilton, and J.J. Watt. Should we let Michael in? You owe me money, Loma Linda. Um, yeah, sure, why not? Let him in. Let okay. the kid in. All right. That's let the fair. kid in. All right. Then we have Masaru Nakano. Okay. I believe is how you pronounce his name. I apologize. I'm sure that's exactly how it's pronounced. Masaru Nakano. Yep. That's okay. Right. Um... Now, he follows Julio Rodriguez of the Seattle Mariners, Utah football, John Cena, but again, none of the prerequisites. I like John Cena. Shannon Shannon Sharp. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Clark Shay. Yeah, and I think that's it as far as, like, sports people. Britney Spears. Okay, well, that's cool. That's a good follow. No, your friend Scott Van Pelt. I I do love Scott Van Pelt. Uh, Dan Raphael, uh, the boxing analyst, Alyssa Milano. Let me see, anybody other sports-related? Gordon Ramsay, who follows me, but he follows like a million people. I'll let the kid in. Okay. All right, Masaru, you're in. Cappy's letting you in. Yeah, let him in. All right. The more the merrier, George. And then, Well, no, but I don't want anything that, uh, you know. Hey, listen, let me, let me say this. You're in today. You can get eliminated real quickly, buddy. Okay? Say the wrong thing to the wrong person, and you're out of the circle of trust. Okay. So then we've got one more here. Hold on. Sorry. Darn it. Uh, E.B., at Anchor Chords, let me see. So EB follows only 54 people, none of them here at the station, but Ryan Clark, our pal. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see, anyone else in sports? I don't seem to think so. Hmm. Let me see, just Ryan Clark so far. I don't know, maybe that person should uh, be. Oh, Warren Sharp, Sharp Football. Mm-hmm. And the Rams. Okay. The Rams, yeah. the Rams and Ryan Clark does it for you? I mean, it's it's fine by me. I mean, let, again, you're welcome to join, but if you say the wrong thing to the wrong person, you get suspended, you get expelled, that's on you, buddy. Right. That's not our fault. We'll let you in for a second. But, yeah. I mean, again, this is why I'm vetting people. All right, so then we've got Rudy Velarde, last one here. Follows go, big game James Worthy. Way to go, Rudy. Yeah. Big game James, Alex Caruso, mm-hmm. Peter King. Sounds like a sports fan. Uh, uh, Adam Schefter. All right, we'll let him in. All right. You got to refresh. There's a bunch more that just popped in. Yeah. Well, everybody but, wants in. But here. here's the thing. You, 
if you don't follow at least somebody here at the station, it's going to be you're going to go through the vetting process. Right. Right. All right. Perfect. Don't be a jerk also, by the way. Oh no. Listen, there's one rule in that circle of trust. Don't be an a-hole. Don't be a jerk. Be yeah. cool, man. Yeah. The minute you're not cool, like we can rib each other a little bit. It's all in good fun. But once you start calling people out of their name and you start acting like a fool, act a fool. Yeah. You're out. Yeah. The no a-hole policy. Correct. I'm down. I'm double D, as you guys know. Bleep, what is it, Laura? Bleep around and find out. Exactly. So there you go. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll select more people. All right, so let's finish talking about USC real quick. So before we get to the actual game portion, what was your deal on Saturday? So I started watching the game at 9 o'clock in the morning. Like I said, it got to 21-0. By now, it's 10 o'clock in the morning, George. You're at your son's soccer game. I'm watching my son's college football game on my phone. Because they don't have ESPN Plus in Division Two, you got to watch this on a stream, right. and you got to hope that the camera guy is keeping up with the action on the field. Quick story for you: you're not going to believe this. Our team, West Liberty, we're 0 and 4, and dude, we're a mess. And the team we're playing, George, Concord University, they're 0 and 4 too, and they're a mess also. We jump out to a 14 nothing lead because our coaches come out, spread offense, two minute drill. We are on fire. It's 17 14 at half, George. They sc- No, 17-7. They score a touchdown to start the second half, 17-14. George, it's 17-14 till two minutes to go in the game. Mm-hmm. They rip off a long touchdown run, 21-17 now. They're winning. Mm-hmm. We drive the ball down the field. There's four seconds to go in the game. We're on the 10-yard line, and we need a touchdown to win. Our quarterback, Rudy Garcia mm-hmm. from Los Angeles Community College, a kid from Chino, this kid rolls to his left. Rolls, holds, throws a strike, hits the receiver in the end zone, kid catches the ball, immediately is pushed out of the end zone, but the referees come running in, touchdown. I see my kid running across the field, screaming, going crazy on the quarterback. I said, what the hell happened? Here's this story. You ready for this, dude? This is, this is real college football. This is playing for the love of the game. Right. Kid's dad died two days earlier. No way. Kid's dad died two days earlier. Kids on the field, kids giving it everything he's got. They get their first win on a walk-off touchdown throw by this young fella right here. Wow. That's awesome. It was emotional, bro. I bet. It was. And then I got right back to the USC game. It wasn't as emotional. Right, right. Um, That's that's a hell of a story. Yeah, I said to my son, I go, isn't he going to go home and go to a funeral? He's like, Dad, I don't think he can. I don't think he he can get away. I'm like, bro. I don't care what it costs. Tell me what it costs. We'll buy the kid a plane ticket. We'll get him to his, we'll get him that's back to nice LA. That's you, Cappy. You know, well, I was going to ask you if you would pay for it, but that's oh, neither here yeah. nor there. Mm. Point is, is we got to get this kid back home so he can be with his family for a couple days before they got to go back and play football again. Oh, I felt so bad, George. But anyway, then I got right back to the USC game, shocked to find out that Colorado had climbed their way back into making this a respectable score. I don't think they were ever really going to win the game. Yeah. But but the final but they, score. But right, they they got him in there. You like, tell me this. Tell me what you think about this. Did you do you believe more in USC in victory, or do you believe more in Colorado in defeat? Do you understand the question? Oh, I'm trying I, to get I at? believe more in Colorado in defeat in the sense of like I think Colorado is going to be like a seven win team. I think USC you, their aspirations are, should be different, right? Colorado was a two and a half over under to begin the season. Okay. That was their over under. Now their over under is five and a half. I still think they'll get over five and a half. USC is, has championship aspirations. I am very concerned about USC's defense 
in regards to them being a championship caliber team. At some point, you have to stop somebody. And I know someone's going to say, oh, what about that Ohio State-Georgia game last year? It just basically came down to the last play where the kicker missed a kick and blah, blah, blah. Sure, I get it. But I don't feel comfortable saying that either of those two teams had bad defenses, whereas I think USC has a bad defense. And by the way... I told you that last year, and I told you that going into this season, that yes, they made some additions, and they have a a couple of individual players who I think are good, but here's the other thing I told you at the beginning of the season, Cappy. Last year, they were very fortunate to have a ton of turnovers, which made their defense look less bad, is what I would say. (laughs) And during that whole season, I said, guys, turnovers are not always forced. Sometimes it's just dumb luck. And what's happening is, They're not getting the turnovers at the same rate they were last year, which is creating as big, if not uh, equally as big a problem as we had last season on defense. I would just say this, you know, as as an SC supporter, uh, this game made me feel like this is not a national championship caliber team. Right. Might things change over the course of the next six, seven weeks? Perhaps. Maybe. It could. They might. But but look, USC is going to beat Arizona this upcoming week. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Then they're going to go to Notre Dame. And that's a real test. That is not even close to – you would never as a USC fan any year say chalk it up to a win, let alone a year like this year where Notre Dame is a top-10 team and Notre Dame's got a real quarterback. And I just don't know if USC's defense can stop those guys. And by the way, Notre Dame not only has a real quarterback, which to your point they can stretch the field, but they have an incredible running game and a good defense. The next week, USC plays Utah. Now, another and now Utah's banged up and Cam Rising may or may not play and that make that could benefit them and eventually now the fact that Utah's quarterback has been hurt and they haven't been able to play their real starter has you know they finally Oregon State finally that that caught up with them this past week but, but, but if, just, if he's playing I, I don't love USC's chances but but look at the rest of the schedule I mean forget take Cal out of the equation yeah. the last two weeks Washington and uh-huh. Oregon right those are home games. But again, the problem is no, no. Washington's home. Why, okay, right. Well, Oregon's on the road. Oregon's on the road. Excuse me. Those two games, okay. You may win forty-five, forty-two, but but that's getting kind of I'll call it lucky. You you have to be able to stop somebody at some point. I don't know that USC's defense. After watching them this week, I don't know that they'll be able to stop Notre Dame. I don't know. I don't think they'll be able to stop Washington. Yeah. I I doubt yeah. seriously they'll yeah. be able to stop Oregon. My thought is now... And by um, the way, UCLA is good. Yeah, I'm not going to take anything away from UCLA. I still think it's a what I would chalk up as a... That's a win game for oh, me. Well, I don't think it's automatic. Well, let's just... But take that one out of the equation for just one moment. Okay. USC, because of this defense, I, I could see them losing three games. Now, they may be able to outscore everybody, yeah. in which case they go undefeated. Good right. for them. I right. hope they do. Right. But I... I after this week, the Arizona State game from the week before didn't bother me as much. And maybe you could make the case that they took their foot off the gas because they already had such a huge lead. Maybe. Okay. But it just it did not look good at the end. That's all I'm saying. So what you're saying is the end of their schedule is really tough. Yeah, it's tough. Oh, wait, that's interesting because when I asked you before the season started, if you thought the four of the last five games or five of the last six was a rough schedule at the end, you were like, nah, I don't see it. No, no. What you said was that the Pac-12 was unfair in scheduling the way they scheduled them. Yeah, no, I don't think that's the case. Right. I, but, and I, but, but then the I asked you if you thought it was tough, and you're like, eh, I don't know. No, it's tough. But listen, you have you have all these teams in the conference that are in the top 25. You know what you are? You're gutless. 
No, I think I'm more realistic. You're gutless. I don't know. I think you're gutless. And you're forgetful. Well, forgetful is fine. Forgetful I will accept. But you're gutless too, just so you know. Everybody's gutless. All right. That's the new word, you know. Everybody's gutless. Look, all I'm saying is this. What are you saying? I took away more positivity out of Colorado, failing to win but making it competitive, and I took a lot more negativity out of USC. Yeah, I, I think there's more to nitpick with USC for sure. I would I would agree with that part of the equation. Um, and I'm with I listen Washington Oregon back to back is brutal. And if Cam Rising plays, I don't know if he's going to be available. But Utah bludgeons people, to, okay? Like they do. Now Oregon State did that to them. And by the time Utah gets to USC, maybe they're not healthy enough. And that should be, if that's the case, they should win that game. But I'm telling you, those last three, not easy. And then Notre Dame is not going to be easy. And Utah, we'll see depending on their health. It really is not surprising, though, because here's the thing. If, If we just assume that you can go into the transfer portal and replace practically your entire starting defense Mm -hmm. and it's all just going to work, why do we think that? I mean, it rarely works in pro sports. Hey, we got this guy and we we signed this guy and we paid this guy. It rarely works. It usually takes time. And to take a bunch of 18, 19, maybe call it 19, 20, 21-year-old kids and bring them from one school to another and put them in a new system and then put all the pressure on them, I'm not so sure why we all thought they were going to be so much better. I mean, that's what I'm trying to say, dog. Let's right. see. I'm, I'm, I'm very worried all right. about their national championship hopes. All right. Well, Cappy, we'll get back to them in a minute. Let's get to the Rams and that thing that was a nail-biter. And the Chargers-Raiders, which was just Crazy. insane. Crazy. So we'll get to all that coming up in a second. This episode is brought to you by Indeed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com MBO. Terms and conditions apply. For a limited time, Outback Steakhouse has a new three-course meal called the Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. With so many mouth-watering options, the Aussie, Aussie, Aussie oi, oi, oi. is a deal worth celebrating. With soup or salad, five bold and flavorful entrees to choose from, and a New York-style cheesecake for dessert. New York? That's not Australian. The Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. Three courses starting at just $16.99, available at Outback for a limited time. Outback, no rules, just right. Oh, I love this song. By the way, um, I hear Sting, and it just makes me think for a second here. About when we had the wrestler on? That time uh, when he, uh, when we decided he and I were going to tag team against you and Chris Jericho. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Did you happen to see this weekend any videos from people that By were putting By the way, do you know out? Sting is into tantric sex? I do believe I did know that because yeah. I think I talked to you about a Sting album that I used to use with my ex-wife that yeah. was very uh, hot. Very, very tantric Yes, very erotic. <laughs> That's right. Um, did anybody see any videos this past weekend from you two in the sphere in Vegas? Oh, I did. I sent them to you. So why are Man. you asking me this question? So Dude, good. I saw... I, wait, wait. What were you doing there? Because we, we literally <laughs> sent it in the chat. To be honest with you, I honestly don't remember it. I really don't remember you sending it. So whatever. How much did you drink? I didn't drink that much. It's just oh. I, I just little things that that are not important. But here's my thing. Your text is not important, George. I yeah. yeah I mean, clearly, my text is not important. <laughs> did you did you send what you sent it Saturday morning? Yeah. So 
I guess, look, I, I don't know if you sent it, it prompted. I had one of my buddies there. You know, I, I got kicked out of the Canelo crew. But, right, I remember. But my Canelo crew was still there at the fight on and Saturday And so was night. LeBron. Yeah. So these guys, the, the, the Canelo crew, on Friday night, they went to um, the Sphere. And this buddy of mine is sending me videos from the Sphere, and he's telling me, he's, going, he's like, I promise you, n- these videos that I'm sending you are awesome, but they cannot, you cannot understand it watching the videos. So I write back to him, I go, man, I go, it looks great, but man, I'm kind of surprised you're sort of far away. He's like, oh, you don't think I have good seats? And he takes a picture, and he's like, here's Robert Kraft and Paul McCartney in the next suite over. How's that? Do I have good seats? I'm like, hey, my bad. Wow, my B. Yeah, but this freaking sphere, man, I got to get to this thing as soon as possible. I, I, Let's go. I Listen, I, I, I'm a YouTube fan. I'm not like a big fan. I've never seen him in concert in the early 80s, you know, Sunday, bloody Sunday, Red Rocks. Okay, fine. But I don't care who it is. That thing looks unfreaking believable. You Not that it has anything you, to do with Sting, really. You, you can't be on anything, too, if you're there. Oh, you can't be? You can't be. It's too trippy. Oh, dude, you'd like you'd, you'd, you'd bad it. trip, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You think so, Funchal? You don't think you don't think you can hit some gummies, some joyful impressions? I mean, some gummies, yeah, but not anything like not you know. like something psychedelic. Yeah, the yeah. only thing available right now is a YouTube show on October 11th, which is a Wednesday. Yeah, we wanted to go on a Friday, October 20th, and um, I know now I got to call in a major Hey King, like uh, a major. Oh, hey there is there is available, but I mean they're really expensive. Tickets. How much? Tell me. Nine seventy five to eleven fifty is all that's no, left. No sir, and no sir. And by the way, that's like like face value. Yeah, yeah. I gotta, I gotta call in a major Hey King to get some ticks. Yeah, go see you too. What do you think? You don't sound very bullish on it. I would go, um, but I, I mean, I'm gonna be working a college game probably. I understand. Yeah. I do. Yeah. But um, yeah, this fear, this sphere thing, dude. The outside of it is bomb, but the inside. I mean, I cannot believe the videos that I've seen. Mm. I'm gonna go back and look at the video you sent. Whose video did you send, by the way? Uh, just somebody on Twitter. All right. Yeah. Let me see. December. December 2nd is a Saturday. Oh, no. I'll probably be working like a championship game. Hmm. December 9th. That okay. one. There's nothing there. Mm-hmm. I could do December 9th. December 9th. And it's still U2? Yeah. Okay. U2's there a lot, apparently. They're doing like a residency, it looks yeah. like. Yeah. Got to go. Got to go. Got to go to the sphere. That's all I know. Yeah. Maybe I'll go December 9th. December 9th. I feel like that's something going on that day. I don't know what that is. I'll ask my uh, my wife. She'll know. She has yeah. the calendar. I don't. She'll know. By the way, we got one more person I want to make sure we let if we let in or not. All Who? right. This Tell is J.R. Alarcón. Okay. Mm-hmm. Follows 763 people. Let me see. I don't think he's following any. I don't think he's following the station already. So that's. Um, all right. Eric Sondheimer of the okay. LA Times. Um, let's see. If you want to get in the Sedano Cap Circle of Trust, again, rule number one is you can't act a fool, okay, when you're in there. You got to be cool. Uh, but also, I don't want to let bots in. So you got, I got to see that you, like you're a real person. So yeah. I see who you follow. Plus, if you're tweeting, oh, also follow, follows Ryan Clark. Um, mm-hmm. Sam Blum, the Angels uh, beat writer. Okay. Let me see. See, the Angels fired oh, my I boy fo- Phil Nevin today. I did. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, follows LZ. Okay. Sham Sharania. All right. All right. What do you think? John Ireland? Oh, just, oh he, he follows John Ireland. All right, he's in. Let yeah. this guy in. Well, you weren't going to let him in with LZ? I would let him in with LZ. Better. <laughs> Why don't better? Hate. Why, who's hating? Who hates? Mm. I don't hate. I celebrate. Huh. You're scared of LZ, according to you, so don't hate. 
Well, I mean, you know, he was the hater. He hated. I don't know. Mm. Nah, what? Not true? Yeah. All right. Not let true? me see, Cappy. What are we going to do? So where are the sweets at the sphere? Like, what level is that? Do we even know? I don't know? know, dude. I mean, it was- it I didn't know they like, had sweets. I, me neither. It was me just either. one big room. Yeah, I don't, don't want to know. I don't know. I, I feel like you don't want to be, like, too close, right? Well, that's right. But although although the thing is, it looks very vertical. So, like, if you go to the top, if you have, like, the, the nosebleed seats, it looks like it's very, um, I don't know, like, if, if you don't like that feeling, it might not be for you. I don't know. I'm not sure what the 50-yard line is. At, yeah, uh, you know what? Sphere. we got to ask JT the Brick when he comes on next time. Hell no. Oh, because the seats that are closer are actually cheaper, right? Because you don't get the whole visual. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. You got to be further back. You want to see the whole deal, right? Is it like sitting at the front row at a movie theater? It's probably like something like that, like a stadium seating, right? I can't do that. I can't do the front row at a movie theater. There's the general admission, so the people like you know, like by the stage, right? Like the floor, and then there's like the seats, the hundred level. They're the cheapest ones. It looks like potentially. Hmm. Interesting. And it gets more expensive. Hmm. Yeah, I got it. We got to talk to JT the Brick next time. Anyway, let's talk about the Rams. Enough about the sphere. Okay, let's talk about the Rams. So, did you think they were going to blow it? Um, yeah, I mean, when you're up 23-0 and the other team with a rookie quarterback, and by the way, I mean, this is my first you look know at what? Anthony Richardson. You gutless! Why is that? Because you thought they were going to blow it? Yeah, well, I mean, wait a second. Hold on. It's 23-0. Yeah. A rookie quarterback yeah. who's playing in his third NFL game. Who's really good. Now, again... First time I've had a chance to really, really watch this guy play a full game. Yeah. He's big. He's fast. He's got a really strong arm. He's a little inaccurate at times. He maybe throws the ball a little high at times, but right. that's something that'll be worked on as his career grows. Yeah. Anthony Richardson is a very nice young player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when you're a rookie and you're down 23 nothing, the notion of a rookie quarterback leading you all the way back to 23-23 in overtime... Mm-hmm. Yeah, at that point, I kind of felt like all the momentum had gone towards the side of the Colts. But here's what the Rams have, and we all know it. They've got a Super Bowl-winning coach who his team believes in him. The players on the Rams believe in Sean McVay, rightly so. You've got a veteran quarterback, a guy who makes everybody else around him better, a guy who can take a player who's drafted in the fifth round and turn him into the offensive rookie of the year. I mean, that's what Puka Nakua is becoming. Mm Mm-hmm. And a guy who will play hurt no matter what because he's that kind of a warrior. They've got that Matthew Stafford. you know, And he made some throws in this game that were just spectacular. That fourth down conversion that they had in the first half where he put that bullet on Jefferson, man, that was the most incredible throw you're ever going to see an NFL quarterback make. I know it sounds like an exaggeration, but I'm telling you it's true. And then on the other side, you've got an Aaron Donald who's a surefire first ballot Hall of Famer, and, and that elevates players who want to impress him, who want to who be part of what he's built. Mm-hmm. And with that, with a head coach, with a quarterback, and with, with a generational defensive player, you can find ways to win games against teams that are just kind of not that good. And, and the Colts are going to be better. I mean, Anthony Richardson's going to be a star, I think. But they're not that good. And they had a rookie quarterback come all the way back down 23 nothing. So, yeah, I thought the Colts were going to win the game. Yeah, I didn't think so. I give the Rams a ton of credit because in overtime, you know, get that touchdown, put this thing out of your misery. And, by the way, Puka Nakua, not only did he have another spectacular game, George, but, you know, he hadn't scored a touchdown. That, that was, like, my one thing. is like, hey, he's putting up these crazy numbers, targets, and, and receptions. 
but he's not scoring. To score on a walk-off at the end of a game like that? Yeah. This Puka Nakua is becoming a superstar. He's a, He is a star. I don't think there's any question. And, you know, we were lucky to have him first on this show. We gave him the Sedano and Cap Karma. Well, once we saw him at practice, we were like, who's that? Who's 17 with the running with the we ones? Did. We did. We, we identified him first. I think Les Need should have us in the draft war room, um, and we should start just kind of identifying stuff. He can just show us film, and then we can be kind of like – kind of consultants it's not a terrible idea i mean i do consider myself quite a good scout yeah quite a good uh you know evaluator of talent i mean you played well as a kicker you know you got to be an evaluator of talent because you sat on the sideline the whole time look at him he's no good look at him he's outstanding look at those moves right there that guy will never be able to play another down in his career this guy can't catch i mean that's what i did i sat there and critiqued the whole team right i'm happy to help yeah, I didn't. I, I definitely thought that the Colts had caught fire and that the Colts were on their home field going to win this game. I give the Rams a ton of credit. It's a great win. You win on the road in the NFL, that's a great win. But still, it's a rookie quarterback who was down 23 points and he got the game to overtime. That does not, that does not bode particularly well, in my opinion. Just like I'm saying about USC. Like, I was less impressed with USC and more impressed with Colorado. I'm impressed that the Rams got the job done, but I'm kind of not impressed that a rookie quarterback made that sort of a comeback. Yeah, I, I thought, look, the Rams, again, showed, though, to me that they were not willing to just give up. Yep. The one thing I can give the Rams so mm-hmm. far this season is they're, they may be at a talent deficit in some of these games, and you and I talked about this. This Colts team is physical, they're big, they're strong along the lines. You know, For them to beat the Ravens the way they did, who are always big and strong and physical, was impressive. And I think that, to me, they showed a lot of grit winning this, and they've kept their season alive because I think they can be 3-3 three and three at the bye, and if they're 3-3 three and three at the bye, I like their chances to get to eight or nine wins and potentially get to the playoffs. Listen, all the credit, in my opinion, goes to Sean McVay. I have um, I've not always been like all in on Coach McVay. I think he gets a lot of credit for things. Um, I will tell you this. He should be getting credit for the start to this season because, to me, this might be his best coaching job. Yeah, I, you know, I agree. That, this in the first year, for sure. I, but yeah. but the Super Bowl year, you know, you got Odell Beckham in the middle of the year. You know, you brought in defensive reinforcements like, you know, Vaughn Miller in the, in the middle of the year. You brought in superstar caliber names. You went all in. This is not a team that's all in, but this is a team that requires real coaching and real belief from a roster in its coach. And that, I think, is why the Rams are actually playing respectable football. I think this roster believes in this coach. Rack him! Please do. All right, coming up next, let's get into the crazy Raiders Chargers. We'll do that, plus Lakers Media Day all coming up in just a sec. In a sec, pardon me. Stick around. 710 ESPN.